I've been down so long, it's a must I win. Hold my place like cast iron, won't break, won't bend. Stuck them racks in an all black Camuto bag. Louis V, Drake, Dover, Starch, Bowman, Pan. Used to rock them camo. Welcome to episode 68 of the First Rounders. We got time today. This is a special episode right here. This is your boy, B. Willingham, a.k.a. Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon with it. What up, what up, my peoples? It's Ronaldo here, a.k.a. King Leon. I'm here for the night. I can't wait to get this episode on and popping. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up, good people, man? This is history in the making, and I'm glad that you all are here with us witnessing. And this is your boy. The real Reggie, aka Young Clifton, aka Julio Franco, aka the Braves are two and a half games behind, man. So what y'all know about that, man? Let's go, bro. I've been waiting for this for a long I time, guess. man. Hey yes. man, they showing they showing the bling right now on, on TV, man. They all got the ice out chain. Oh, yes. going right now. Yeah, buddy. Sir. Yeah, buddy. What's going on, good people? This is Corporal Rivers. We're reporting live from good old New Mexico, middle of nowhere, wherever you want to be. Cactus everywhere, coyote everywhere, big old tarantulas everywhere. Jesus Christ. Jesus uh, yeah. Christ, these things the everywhere, tarantulas. Man. <laughs> tarantulas just hanging out, bro. For real. Tarantulas uh, just say, what's up to you, Tarifa? You wake up in the morning, step outside, they greet you too, hey, bro. What? Hey, right out. Hey, hey, go outside for a little break. They right there. Hey, what's going on, man? How y'all doing? Man, man what? <laughs> bro, what I just saw like. <laughs> Bro, hey, what? In the morning coffee. Uh, they, I saw like four this morning, man. They, they everywhere, man. They everywhere. But uh, good listeners, we got a special guest, our first sure. young lady to grace the good old first rounders podcast, and we got Miss Angelica, and she's gonna she's gonna come with some good old college recruiting before the NILs. Just a just a little bit of the under under the table stuff. <laughs> we like yes. to introduce uh, Miss Angelica. We're just gonna oh. give a round of applause for Miss Angelica for show, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yes, sir. Yes. It's gonna be our, it's our first guest since uh, the year, right? Yeah, since yeah, um, since our boy Dane was on here. Yeah, oh wow, yeah, I feel man. special. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's his yeah, his name is his, yeah, final four. Yeah. Georgia, man. So, yeah. so yeah, man. So yeah. you already got a tease about what's going to be coming on coming on later. Yes, We're definitely yes. glad to have to have Mr. Angelica, you know, come on, you know, and break us and, and, and break us off some of this good game about this good college recruiting. Ah, uh, yes. Definitely, definitely can't definitely can't wait, wait to hear that, man. But yeah. first, you know, you already know, man. We, we definitely have some other business that we have to get into beforehand and we have been having a very 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 busy free agency week heavily branded yes yes we have yes mm. yes but first we're gonna start off with uh we're gonna start off with Rudy Gobert got get traded to the Timberwolves but I like but well here's my thing who first off who who plays for Minnesota Anthony Edwards <laughs> That's all I tell you. Oh, you, oh, you that's really about, it because. Oh, you mean Kermit Wilkes? You mean Kermit Wilkes? Yeah, him. <laughs> yes. so, drink your tea when you're with the frog. Drink your tea when you're with the frog. Uh, yes. Way, though. Yes, it is. 
Yeah. Let me check that out. Timberwolves no, just kidding. be the team, man. Come on, like, y'all. y'all. But let's not play. The Timberwolves just be a good team. Man. They, yeah, they haven't been relevant since Kevin Garnett. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to say KG, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah they thought they thought they was gonna do something with Wiggins when they drafted Wiggins, but mm, Wiggins the champ. Wiggins the champion now. Yeah. Mm. Ain't that yeah. crazy? It is crazy but for again, real. But like, Brandon, but Brandon, to answer your question. Anthony Edwards is the only thing they got on that team because they traded the rest of their team just to get somebody who only scored 12 points per game. Yeah. They got a defender, but... That's it, though. Again, he only scored 12 points per game. He can't do anything else. Yeah. They gave away their team and and premium draft pitch. Yeah. It might have been a steal of the stuff. Right. Smoking that stuff, man. Mm -mm. Maybe if he had on his own France jersey. Kai plays so much better with France. That's him and the other old other boy, Eric Fournier. The mostly ball when they play for their country, but when they play in the NBA, they, they, they trash. Trash. Yeah, don't know why. That's crazy, but but like I said, I think Timberwolves are going to be the Timberwolves still. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, this still, I mean, He's still gonna go down in infamy as the man who stops sports. So you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be team to go to. Oh, so, yes, you know Mr. Kiss the mic. That's Mr. Kiss the mic right there. It's just, you know, hey, <laughs> it's just that just is what it is. I mean, right. Mr. Colbert, wherever he goes, it's gonna be you know that's gonna be kind of following him around. But it should be cool. We'll see what he got going with Tim Wolf. Patient zero. Right. No, literally, he was patient zero. So like you know, then when when the world really, you know what I'm saying, when shit was hitting the fan, it's because that right up. So, yeah. He has, like, you know, he has a little history behind him. And they'll be without Patrick, Patrick Beverly, too. I think he's not. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Beverly's traded to Utah. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. I think Malik Beasley. Shit, man. A whole bunch of, whole bunch of folks just hide. Is Josh Okoge, is he still with them? Yeah, I need to look right quick, yeah. man, bro. I'm up. Again, I probably Beverly, not. I, yeah. I, I, I remember Beverly was talking all that yeah. ish on TV. See what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and since crazy. I said um Josh Okogi, I remember him playing for um Shiloh, Shiloh High School, about like up the street from hmm. me. That dude, he was actually yeah. good hoop. He played I at Georgia. I, I know he's from the area though. Yeah, That's he went to Shiloh. He went to Shiloh. My cousin played a scrimmage against him. That dude, that dude was like a shoot too. So that was then, but I mean that was high school, but I mean, yeah, but I thought he would probably be a little bit better mm-hmm. in the NBA, but I guess he's he gonna make it Jesus chilling, so yeah, Mm-mm. yeah, he's gonna make it. Yeah. yeah, Minnesota's gonna be back down at the at the bottom of the barrel ne- next year, yeah, for sure. Here we go, yo, B, yo, fellas, but here we go, man. They said Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Jared Vanderbilt, Yandro Bolmara, the number 22 pick. Walter Kessler and four, four first round picks to the Utah oh, Jazz. Don't get me started on Walker Kessler, man. Ooh. Went to UNC oh. one year and then just bolted. Did he went to UNC? Yes, he did for one year. Yeah, but the thing is, like his brother, his brother, his brother played at Georgia. Is a Houston Kessler. <laughs> Dude, so he, was so tr- he was so trash. He Yo, was good in the warmups, but in, in, the, in the game, he was trash. Bro. Yeah, everybody looks good in the warm-ups. But anyway, bro, when he bro, if he was in UFC, if they start talking 
talking that craziness to him and start bullying him. If he starts fighting, man, hey, he's just going back to his roots. That's all I can say. Just going back to his roots. Right. Yeah. And other um, – some the fleecing. The, the fleecing of the century, man. We, we actually witnessed highway robbery last weekend, man, when, when, when the story of that trade broke, man. I couldn't believe it, guys. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe that shit. Hey, this is, this is the end. This is the NBA, man. They they will always continue with the offseason. I didn't hear you, Michael. You know what I'm saying? Make something, make some noise, man. They won't mm-hmm. stop. They're like, all right, cool. NFL, y'all got this, but y'all ain't got no better offseason than us. So, you know. Well, they, no, they, no. they do be popping it off. Hey, hey, I read it, and I completely agree. The NBA offseason is better than a regular season. Hey, which really is crazy. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. We're entertained with this offseason in the first week. Then I have the entire NBA finals. <laughs> so, Literally. Literally. Some new like, television. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't know what it is that they do it with. They just find woes, shams, and all of them, and they become the, the, the stars, man. They, you know, they become the stars of the hour, and then stuff just happened, and bombs be dropping, like you know what I'm saying, some outcast, plausible bad day. Woes, shams, wind horse. Hey, that's a triple threat. They're right the main stars, man. They're the main <laughs> stars. Like, you know, they're all eyes on them, for sure. Like, you know, this is where they make their money at, for real, so. You know, all the way up until now, they're like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. But then when the, the off-season hit, it's their time right. to shine. Oh, yeah. Listen. Then um, I'm moving forward with these um, free agency. Jalen Brunson, he signed with the damn Knicks. Um, I don't know. I'd be honest, he really should have stayed at Dallas. That just, I think, but I don't know. Maybe because okay, Dennis' like, like dad I- played at the Knicks. I don't know. You know, like we talked about last week, man. Right after the Hawks made the trade for for Dejounte Murray, and like I said, y'all 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 definitely listen to our thoughts there. And if y'all want to know no no more about what we thought about that particular trade, y'all can go back to the other show, man. We got archives, so it's it's as simple as that. But we already talked about what we already thought about, you know, about that particular trade though, and how the Knicks really wanted Dejounte, so they hmm. were forced to overpay for. For again, Jalen Brunson was a nice player. He had a nice postseason. I'll definitely give it to him though, but he wasn't worth the money that the Knicks were going to, were going to pay for him. Nope. Nope. And again, I mean, again, like we saw, like we saw with Rudy Gobert, man. Free agency is always about you're always going to overpay for even a decent player, but some of the money again that was dropped this past week. What they say, like one point five billion dollars in contracts were handed out put yep. within the first week of free agency. Yep. Yeah, that's, boy. that's like the small economy of, of a country, y'all. It's crazy. It is. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a small country right there <laughs> that they dropping. That's that they dropping. And that's a, and that's another thing too, man. It's like you know, what I'm saying like those every time you keep seeing these contract deals and stuff, man, you got like, damn. Should I really try it out for basketball? Like you know, like no, like, right. it wouldn't, like you got people like really like trying to. Reach into them steps of and have in the thinking, in the thoughts, the conversation. Like, damn, should I really pursue on that ball when I was in, in eighth grade? Damn, should have went to that way. You know that? Should have, should have. Every day, should have done a whole bunch of stuff. A whole bunch of stuff. Hey, man, that's some good money right there. The Max Bill, they be getting money. Okay. Like, damn. Mm. Hold on, hold on, bro. Whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, you said the Max Bill. Don't say Max. that. Don't, don't say that. Oh. So my, it's some players got some max deals too. 
Um, one of them is like one of them is Darius Garland, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers. The dude, he can hoop, but he ain't working on Max Steel. So not down. He's not. Yeah. Sometimes, but, sometimes it works to be on a um, on a team that's like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, yeah, I might think I'm on a trash team right now, but I'm getting paid. Yeah. So, now yeah. his, now his um, now his teammate Evan Mobley, mm. who's like the either second or, or third draft pick from last year. Nah, eventually he's gonna get a max there because that dude, that dude's nice. Yeah, but what about that guy from Charlotte though? Oh, he blew his chance. That just that just that just got a yeah, he just got arrested for a domestic violence. Yeah, he, yeah, he blew his chance. He phoned the bad. Yeah, he phoned the bad. He phoned the bad. Oh, bro, what how? how how you about to get you want the max deal because you you went off this season, got over 20 points a game, but then you when the summer hit. You like ah oh, man, I'm I'm slapping, I'm 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 straight up slapping folks. Mm-mm-mm. Like come on, come on man, seriously. So yeah, Mm-mm. nobody no, no no don't give him no more. Three. The news story said he was doing much more than that, bro. That's the thing about it, man. He he was he was going full ham for no damn reason. Yeah, we yeah we don't need no more of that. Girlfriend was told he won't work yeah, the max deal. <laughs> you know Michael, you know Michael Jordan ain't that. Yeah, no, I mean he was climbing. He was climbing every season that he, you know, that he played. Like his points, his stats were climbing. But and this was his best season. But just because you got twenty points for your first season, you've been in the league like four or five years, don't mean you command a a max deal. Because nobody know you except for the people that live in Charlotte and the surrounding areas. That 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 that's it. And I remember him from um he played in Michigan. He was he was okay. He was okay, but it mean I don't know. I wouldn't give him no he ain't worth no max deal, but bro, no, he's no nowhere nowhere close, man. But I mean, hey man, get your money when you can. You got to when you can. It might be the only time he get paid. Might be. (laughs) And your boy, and your boy Zion got a max deal too. Sure did. Hey, 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 podcast favor. Podcast favor. You give us some money. Yeah, man. We need to get him on. We put him, we put him out there. Sure did. Hey, he's a fact, y'all. Don't forget. I mean, mean, we didn't, we didn't put him out there in a good light, but we put him out there. (laughs) He got, he got the attention that he needed. We put him, we put him out there. God damn. I think it came. I think it came from the Twitter deal. picture. Came from the Twitter picture, man. Yeah, they saw. They saw him playing with the little kids, just NBA jamming them. Um, you know, next thing you know, hey, Max deal for the man. Right. Nah, he was like, uh, I want my Max deal to be the same thing as my weight. So whatever that is, give me that money. Damn, bro. <laughs> whatever I'm waiting now, don't pay me. That's a dog pay. But he like 275, ain't he? Like 275, two, he like 255, man. No, he said that. He, he, he had said that at the beginning of the season when he was at 300. Yeah. Like, he said he on his own weight. I wonder where he at. 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 I
that that's another topic. But him and Jason Tatum, oh, but, um, but that's uh, but that's another uh, story to know. But um, oh, uh, since we're talking about since we talked about the Hawks making moves last week, they made they got rid of Kevin Herter for for a bag of chips. So some the rap, the rap snacks. They got them, got it rid of them for the rap snacks. Nah, those um, mm-hmm. those nacho, those like spicy rats, Doritos. That's what he got from for. That what the hot got for him. Oh, come on, come on, Tom. Hold on, hold on, for for for, for hold on, y'all, for for some for some bubble delicious Arizona team cigarillos. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Cute. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I thought yeah, about, about the. But Great I soda. thought, I mean, Fago, Fago. I Great thought he could have been a good six man coming off the bench, but yeah, I I thought so too. But if, again, on the surface, if you if you if you want to just say, there's two ways to look at it, man. That's like, so one you you have the surface view, and 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 one one you know if if you're a super fan and and, and a pie in the sky view, the one view that can easily be looked at is the fact that you know you, you get that contract off of your books. And you bring in, you know, two, two defensive, at least you know, two better defensive specialists, and you know, Mo Harkless. So that's the name I haven't heard in a minute. Right, he went to St. John's. I, I remember that dude's name, Mo Harkless. Yeah, I remember that first name. I was, oh hey, damn, man! I you know, that sounds like a that sounds like a rap name for real. I got that new one, that Mo Harkless mix mixtape. Mixtape called Bus. Bro, what y'all playing? I heard that Mo Harkless is busting. What y'all talking about? That sequel to that, um, sequel he was busting what, busting fireworks on, on this weekend. But busting what? What you? What are you talking about? What? Are you, what are we talking about here? Oh, stupid man! Nah, 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 son. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you, you, you ain't here for a three? You, you ain't here for that more conference mixtape? Yeah, Shaq Wets on the on the mixtape. Do, do you see my face, man? You, Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Hey, bro. Mm. <laughs> Gotta stick. <laughs> hey, stick to what you're getting paid to do. Stick These to what facts. you're getting paid to do, man. I'm you better that. than that. But, but the funny thing about this, man, not only did they get more heartless, but, but they also get one of the other Holiday brothers. And it's funny, thing because they actually, I think the day before, they, like, signed Aaron Holiday to a deal. So they got Justin Holiday and more heartless in the, in the trade for Herder. Now again, you, you can see it, see it, see it as a cash dump, and you know, getting some better defensive tools around you, or you can look at it as maybe the Braves are. I'm looking at this game, man. I'm, my, my uh, got it, got it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hate, hate the winning, the winning Atlanta team right now, though. But, yes. but you can look at it as the Hawks try to make another move for, for, for another player. Maybe, maybe not, but again, let's just be real. As the as the days go on, maybe that might not be the case. But of course, you know, free agency is still is still in its infancy. We really don't know where everything's going to go. You know, the chips still haven't fallen yet. We still have a long way to go before we can actually, you know, give final final grades on how this free agency went because there's still a lot of names, you know, that are still out there. You know, we still we still hear all the rumors. We still hear all of the you know chatter going on on social media about you know we hear Kyrie Irving might try to force his way to force his way to the Lakers. We hear that Kevin Durant's still out there. May, maybe Phoenix can finally work a package 
to get them or, or, or even, you know, the latest I heard now was Golden State possibly possibly trading away they trading away their team outside of and, Clay outside of Clay Thompson. And, he, and, and here's and my here's my here's my take on that right there. Them boys that you just you trying to you trying to trade for Kevin Durant, they just got you a ring. Why would you want to mess that up? Yeah, that's, that's the thing about it though. Man. I wouldn't that's, do that at all. Kevin Durant already been there. Unless he wanna unless Kevin Durant wanna sign that I wouldn't even try to trade for him. But that, yeah, that'd, that'd be dumb. I won't I want to see that Jordan, like say Jordan Poole, who, who else was part of that trade, man? That that, that was just Jonathan Kam- Kamanga. Um, Kamanga, Wiseman. Yeah. No, I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Basically, anybody outside the original, the original four, everybody outside the original four, they, they, they all everybody. everybody. <laughs> no, everybody outside of the original four. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, they're gonna ask. They're gonna ask for so much. Like, you know, they, and and Brooklyn should ask for. The King's ransom because well, yes. he signed his name, he signed that four year deal, and now he's for a trade. Brooklyn's got to get something out of this. Like, this, is the like same, right, this is the same team that traded for Kevin Durant. I mean, not Kevin Durant, but Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce when they was like in they in they down mid 30s, mid to late 30s. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, I be, I really do be feeling sorry for Jay Z because he did all that to bring that team to yeah. Brooklyn. And then for them to be doing some fuck boy shit like that, but you know, bullshit. Right. But, but but like you said though, but again, but for real, again, that's why we haven't seen Kevin 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 Durant go nowhere. Because again, if you're a Brooklyn, if I was talking to anybody, let's say, because people were talking about he wants to go to Miami. At least his wish list was Miami and you know Phoenix, the two top seeds basically in in the respective conferences. If I was Brooklyn, the first conversation would be Miami. Jimmy Butler, what we're we talking about? Phoenix, Devin Booker. That's the first conversation. I heard first Phoenix ain't trying to get rid of Devin Booker. It might be DeAndre Ayton, but they, they better not. Let's say that. Hell no. Uh, That's not comparable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell <laughs> no. Big, big. And, then, and, and if they say number 99, I know something. Hey, I trade him to a sorry team. That's how petty I am. <laughs> Trade him to the magic. Has the leverage though. That's the crazy thing about it. Who has That's the leverage magic, in bro. this situation? They uh-huh. really do. And like I said, if you if if I was them, I would absolutely walk. Again, I'm not engaging anybody if they're not going to give me a star player on top on top of everything else. I want the picks. I want the star. You are not creating your super team. Oh, you got to you're going to have to give up everything. So that's Kevin Durant, man. So you know. He unfortunately put that on himself asking for a trade after signing a damn four year contract. That, hey, that's you know his fault. That's his fault. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Hey, look, so now, you know, then now it's going to take heaven and earth being moved to the side to get him traded wherever he's got to go. So, whoever's going to trade, heaven and earth. They want to give up in there. But everything uh, 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 must be moved, though. Uh, heaven and earth. Everything. Nah, we, need, we need Mars to move. We need, we need man, hey. Venus, Uranus. Hey, we need the whole solar system to be Pluto flipped up. Asgard. We need it all to be. Flipped up. Yeah, but we need the level of star system. Yeah, we, Asgard, we need the Milky Way. We need all that, man. We need, we need, we need an incursion to happen. We need, you know what I'm saying? We need animals say, to snap oh, not everybody. Just, not just this universe. We need another universe too. Like I said, we need the multiverse to damn move in order to get oh, Kevin Durant out of here. 
Yeah, dog. And then, like I said, you know, I'm looking at ask for nothing less. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they're getting, they're not going to get, they shouldn't be getting the short end of the stick because of that. Because he wants to leave. And I understand players, you know what I'm saying? The pro player type of deal, but you got to look at it in the business side of it too. Like, damn, like, all right, if you want to up and leave, what's going to happen to this team? The team going to be, you know what I'm saying, messed up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, the team is nah, going to be horrible. It's like get, when yeah, they man. was in New Jersey. Whenever they called the New Jersey Nets, they might get wearing that New Jersey. When they was wearing that red, white, and blue, when they were celebrating the Independence Day every game, yeah, that, that's it's gonna be rough, <laughs> my boy. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. You gotta find Jason Kidd, see Jason Kidd can play again, get fired from coaching. Hold on, hold on, move back to New Jersey and play and play in the same arena that that the Rutgers Scarlet Knights play in. They gonna play. Might as well. Nah, they gonna play. They gonna be playing at Camden. West off the corner. I mean, hell, he's gonna. They gonna play in Camden, New Jersey. They gonna play in Camden. They gonna play with um with um with um DJ Wagner, the the um the top player for high school. They gotta have him like playing for the team. Once, once Kevin Durant leaves, that's exactly what's gonna happen. They want to find. They want to. They want to rebuild quick hard and you know what I'm saying. So it's just, it's funny how, how Brooklyn is just, you know what I'm saying, just blowing up like that. I thought so. Kyrie, man, but it didn't Kyrie hey, sign I'm, back I'm, with him. Hey, I won't. Hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm looking forward is. to. Yes, I'm looking forward to Kyrie then, going right to after LA. that. KD said, "I didn't see that's what I'm saying. I'm looking. I'm looking so, all forward to Kyrie going to LA because that'll be something to just to go ahead." And, and um stir up the pot for the Lakers and LeBron. You know that I, I would love to see that chaos. I just going back in there and just get stuff to go to man. LA? Yeah, man. Let me go back let me get back with LeBron, dog. He was, a, do he was at his best with LeBron. That's just being fact. I mean, he, he was at was, his best I mean with he was because everybody was had their eyes on LeBron. How are we gonna stop LeBron? And then you could do whatever you want to do. Because LeBron right. distributed to him, man. LeBron gave him the go. Like, go ahead, do what you got to do, man. And then ever since then, you know, he got the big head. And he since apologized for that, too. Like, man, I should have, you know, never really got, got that big head like that. But, hey, you know, get humble. Go back to LeBron, man. Because all his buddies all. leaving. All his buddies leaving. Even his best friend, Katie, said, hey, man, you know. We cool outside of basketball. Playing on a team. You know nah, these courts? Nah, I can't do it. I don't know you, dog. Nah, nah, nah. Do Not dog. on these NBA courts. He might Not play in Rutgers. <laughs> he might play at the Rutgers, some, uh, you know, part-time. But he ain't about to play on the NBA yeah. courts when it's really about the monies. No. It's about the yeah. monies and you you not even playing. No. LeBron is on. Um, LeBron's on Thanos in that scene and all uh, Endgame. It's like all that stuff he did. And look what did. Look what happened. Brought you right back to me. It's hilarious. Sitting that was down hilarious. Me. What did that do? Sitting Bring right you back, back to me. Home. Yeah. What all that did? Bring you back, Bring to, me. back to me. <laughs> and all and, come back and, to me. And LeBron got his, got his got his gauntlet on in the ring. Like come on, come on back, come on back. Oh, uh, no, y'all. Like, like a crazy ex coming back. I actually saw one of the funnier memes on, on Twitter the other day where somebody said that because the, the rumor is, you know, straight up Russell Westbrook for, for you know, for Kyrie, which is dumb as shit, but, but that's neither here nor there. But somebody said that, that you know, if, if it happens, 
that Russell Westbrook and Ben Simmons playing on the same team would sound like Army boots getting getting said getting dry getting dried in a dryer. I just said, damn, damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Army boots. Damn, and, and, and it's got to be picture, army boots. I'm picturing that it's got to be army boots, Reggie. Reggie, I'm it's got to be army boots. No, that's, that's, that's perfect. That's a big boot, dog. It's a big heavy boot. That's a heavy boot. That sounds that sounds like gunshot is going on inside the dryer, man. That's the thing that you're trying to go for, bro. Anything to that effect. That is what that bitch is going to sound like. On game day. Perfect description. Them boys are going to be going right into each other for no reason. All the bricks that's going to be thrown up in them games, mansions are going to be built at an all-time rate in the New York, New Jersey area, in the Tri-State area, bro, if that trade goes down, man. I'm just saying. That's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful, man. I would love it. That's... Brown, that's wild. That's wild. Brooklyn, that's wild. where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn? <laughs> Brooklyn and then somebody, hey. somebody said, um, Russell Westbrook overall is gonna be over raining. Oh, and two K twenty three is gonna be like seventy three or so. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, it does. Sounds about right. There might be Sounds a little too right. high though. Hey, but I think it is yeah. a little too high. It'd be an overgenerous, really. Right. Sure. Ah, uh, yeah. And before we move to the next to the next topic, uh, I need to talk about Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill got got paid too. What you got to say, bro? We got to talk about him, man, because you know you know I don't piss off that motherfucker no more. That man is don't so. Don't piss off that man talking about some free free Bradley Bill. He had a chance to, he had a chance to, but he came mm. right back to hey. the tune of five years, two hundred and fifty-one million dollars. Hey, some people like DC, some people don't. I mean. Hey, huh? money talks. DC told, but again, he, he told the bag instead of winning. Yeah. He got the bag instead of winning. Look at the state of the league, hold man. man. You're not, no, 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 not, the, the, you know, not Miami, Boston. Bro, you said five years. A lot of these teams are only going to be playing yeah, for, the, for the – for the show now, man. You boys gotta get these bags. So you know they allow folks, they know they're not gonna get no championship like that. So they gotta play for the bag. And he does and he deserved and he actually deserved it too because he he's actually underrated, but Washington need to get him some help. At least Washington need that's a that's the only thing they could do is like give that man some help. Porzingis ain't gonna do it. They just send the team they send the team to they send the rest of the team to other teams. Yeah. And you know what? Ain't no John Wall with the Clippers. John Wall ain't been ain't been ain't been relevant since I don't know when. And he still got paid out here. And he Uh-oh. still got paid too. But you know who would look yeah, good? Who actually would look, probably would look good with the Wizards? I would Kevin Durant would probably look good with with him with them two being on there. Because you know Kevin Durant is from DC, but mm-hmm. to the hometown area. But yeah, yeah. But he ain't gonna have he ain't gonna have that. Yeah, yeah he's not. Yeah, you know. we just seen we just seen what Russell. Westbrook did at home. Yeah. He came, he yeah. came, he came to the Wizards and took a shit and then he left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. That's what he did, though. He, For he sure. came to the Wizards, took a shit in the bathroom, then flush and left. Oh, that's the worst. God damn. 
No manners, man. Like who, who, like, who raised this man? Can't trust those kind of people. They can't. No. They're ministers. Trash. They're Trash. ministers. Trash. Takes a dump and then don't even wash his hands. <laughs> and just said deuces. He just said deuces. Whoa, whoa. Man, man, you didn't get him off the street, y'all. Didn't let nobody know anything. Just don't, don't shake my hand, brother. Just, just walk out. <laughs> right. Just walk near out. me, man. Just walk out. Again, Jesus bro. Christ. Again, like, like you said, man. The, the, man, them type of people that don't need to be on the streets, y'all. Nope, they don't. He gonna, he gonna be on. He gonna be on the streets. He gonna be on the streets. All right. Ah, uh, yes. Straight, straight ten. Ah, uh, yeah. Put him down. Put him down there on Skid Row. Oh shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, so enough of this. Enough of this. Enough of this NBA talk. Now it's now it's all right, y'all. Our main event, man. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Copa Rivers do his thing and introduce the speaker. Yes, yes, yes. Once again, once again, listeners. Before we get, I got a little promo to do. Little promo because we got we on YouTube. We on. Facebook, we on Spotify, we on Apple Podcasts, we're everywhere you want to listen to us at, except for Pandora. So, we're going to do it big. We got a special guest. Hold on, hold on. Don't forget, man. And let, let, let oh, people yeah. know, man. We got a sponsor, too. We got a sponsor. Oh, yeah, we got a sponsor. Young CJ Sneaker Lab, and he just doesn't do sneakers. He does any kind of shoe. Just send it to him. Pay the man. And then he'll get it back to you looking like it just came out of the stove. And that's For the sure. most and that's the most important thing. Pay the man. Ah yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, He's yes. running the business, people. Yeah. He's running the business. Ah yes. But He's check him out on Instagram. Man. Check him out on Instagram, CJ Sneaker Lab, and check him out on uh the good old Facebook, CJ ah, yes. Sneaker. Those got his own website too. Those got his own website, and, and again, and CJ is also for the people because any shoes, any shoes that you do people. not want, he will donate. So he will donate them to, to the less fortunate and the more needy. So if man. you have shoes that you know you, you just don't Amen wear, to that. donate them to him, and he'll, de- he'll sure. definitely you know take care of him, man. Like I said, community service out there, man. Shout out, shout woo, out woo, to woo, man. Woo. You know he's he's definitely been, been rocking with us. First sponsor. So whenever y'all can, man, definitely def- get them in your business. Tell them that the first round of shit sent you. Yes, yes. Ah, yes. No discount. Anyway, um, so <laughs> we got Miss Angelica here. Uh, and we brought her on because she's worked in college recruiting. And, you know, college recruiting has gotten wild over the past couple years. I'm sure it was wild because it was under the table. But now with the NIL deal, sport. hey man, sport that junk's crazy. That junk crazy now. So we got her to come on. She she was a college recruit uh, in college recruiting, and she is here. And we just like to welcome Miss Angelica. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Sorry, I could not contribute to the previous conversation. As I said, <laughs> I do not stay up to date. <laughs> it's, all it's all good. good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. We brought you here for the college recruiting and uh, and your experience and, and and you know what happened while you were uh, while you were doing that. So so what? Um, first question: 
Um, where are you from? Uh, I'm originally from South Florida. Uh, South born and raised. Okay. Yep, raised, uh, born in Miami, stayed there for a while, and then moved okay. to the Fort Lauderdale area after. Um, okay. And then, you know, met my husband, traveled right, a bit, right, right. and then he joined the Air Force. And now we are here in the middle of nowhere. You know? I guess. <laughs> I guess. People, we share, me and Miss Angelica share this crazy middle of nowhere status right now good old new mexico so uh so so yeah so from there when you when you were at the college that you were at what made you get into yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) what made you get into college you could say you could just say what you could just say duke stop or or georgia what happened better be georgia state what happened? What I think happened it was worth it, Georgia State. Oh, shoot. <laughs> what happened to get you in the college oh, hold on. recruiting? Hold on. Listeners, listeners, for, listeners, full disclosure, full disclosures, in, in terms of, you know, protecting the identity of said, <laughs> of, 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 of not just, you know, our, our guests, but of said school that our guests worked in, we will keep this school anonymous. Full transparency. But just know that this school the school may be down south, and it, 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 it may be a small open school. That's all I'm just gonna say. That's all I'm just gonna say. That doesn't Ooh. really limit the options. Oh, shoot, man, this guy right here. Damn. Neither confirming nor denying the location that he just indicated. Right, right, right. Yeah, like right. I said, so maybe what what maybe what happened? Is. What happened that led you into college recruiting? state. So it's actually pretty easy for females to do football recruiting at a, at a D1 school um, because you'd literally mm. just walk around and if they think you're cute and they think you're like sweet or that you're outgoing, they will pull you over to their little table and ask you, how do you feel about football? How do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? And if you give them good enough answers, they'll typically recruit you to go ahead and help out with football recruitment. So wasn't that hard? I think it was like my third or fourth week being in college and just being bored and not really having much to do. And I was just walking down in the main area where they had all the clubs and the activities and stuff. And I saw a group of girls and I thought it was super cute because they had jerseys that um, looked like the football jerseys that had their nicknames on it. And I'm a sucker for any kind of merch or branding or anything that looks cute. So I walked over and I was looking at their table and they told me about football recruiting and asked me if I was into it and if I loved football. And I said, I could care less um, because I didn't, I mean, my dad is not American and my mom's Puerto Rican. So for us, it's like, we didn't watch football in my house. It was more of a, this is something to do. So uh, I joined them and I helped, I helped out with football recruitment and I just went ahead and I don't know, kind of hung out and messed around and had fun. Mm, okay. Okay. So how was your ex- how was your experience like, you know, what, what stories it. what what stories can you tell us? Oh, you want the good stories, like the heartfelt ones or the ones where people are doing stuff they shouldn't be doing? We want it all. <laughs> three, 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 we want, we three, want okay, man. give us easy listeners in. Yeah, yeah, we want a good one. We want a good, we want a good, you know, heartfelt story, and then you can go to the foolery. Um, okay. Well, I would say the best part about football recruiting was just like meeting 
all the families because you meet everybody from different walks of life and then it's interesting sort of like to like see based on upbringing and also like I guess financial and like social status how differently people react in situations um especially some of the guys when they come in because I mean you take them to a real nice restaurant and you see some of the guys are super hype about it and they're so happy to be there and it's exciting they're eating steak and not caring how much it costs and then you see the guys are just sitting there all nonchalant like oh I do this on the regular so uh my school and I think most schools we take people from different walks of life so it's very interesting to see that and also I made some pretty amazing long-lasting relationships and friendships with some of the guys on the team that I still talk to like what 10 years later and we still keep up with each other just to check and see how they're doing um so I think that was the best part for me was making some of these like long-lasting relationships and friendships especially because everyone thinks that you can't be friends with males that play football and it turns out you actually can <laughs> not every single one of them just cares about sleeping with you some of them just like to hang out so um yeah. I think that's what was the best part I would say what was tiring was like them treating it like an internship and you're not getting paid but they run you ragged uh you're doing all kinds of stuff at odd hours and they're like hey can you do this hey can you do that and you can't really say no but you have to I don't know dance around certain things and rules or regulations that you what you can and cannot do um but I mean all in all it was a great experience I loved it okay so Angelica I got a question right quick if you don't mind Therese But no, I, no, I'm wondering. So, do you have any idea, or did you get to learn about how uh, your the school that you were at, at, how their recruiting operation runs? Like, you know, what what's the like day to day, or you know, how exactly you you fit in to oh. to your respective schools, you know, recruiting operations? So they like to keep us into in the loop for certain things, but like for example, when they were watching tape and they had like let's say their top 10, top 20 guys, they would have the girls come in and watch the tape and see and then like give explanations on like this is why we want this person, um, we like this person's attitude, we like this person's this, and then there's these many people going after them, uh, what they bring to the table, who we're gonna cut to <laughs> to make sure that person fits well. Um, and then of course, even when they had walk-on tryouts, the girls were there for walk-on tryouts because they just wanted them to see the full process from start to finish. Um, I mainly just came in towards the, I didn't really, like I said, I didn't grow up around football. So for me, like we'd sit in the meetings and stuff and I would be doing homework. Cause I was just like, just let us know who you want. Let us know who's visiting. What are we doing for junior day? Um, what's the schedule for the recruit visit? where else have they gone let's look up those schools and talk shit about those schools and stuff that have happened there um and as to why they would rather go where we are and then they also really liked having i don't they liked having pretty girls there because it's helpful because they're all like horny guys that are in high school and they're like oh my god a college girl it's like yeah just like two years older than you it's not a huge deal um so to them it was but to us it was just like okay whatever they're guys they just look normally large um so we would sit in the meetings and do the basics and stuff like that and then of course um one of the main factors of having people that actually went to the school and are currently in school enrolled uh doing football recruitment was to give them like a day in the life of like what a college student goes through and like the different activities and how much we love 
where we're located and how much better we are than somewhere else, like where it snows or some crap like that. I don't know. Uh, so we were mainly the, I would like to say that we were like the, just the bow at the end. Uh, they just kind of kept this around for that. And you can tell also based on how they treated the girls, which girls they knew were more attractive or I guess fitting the vibe better or getting along with people. So, yeah. Yes, the good old vibe. Jesus Christ. Um, so, Reggie, did that answer your question, man? Because I just want to know. Did that answer your question? Oh, no, man. That, not, not, not perfect, brother. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, perfect. For, for sure, for sure. Because I, so, I definitely will say, though, because, you know, I'm, I might be the biggest college college football, you know, fan. I, I, out, out of, out of, you know, out my, my four brothers, other my, you know, three other brothers. So I'm familiar with a lot of the things that, that you were talking about, especially some of the lingo, like, you know, junior days. And, you know, some, some people might not understand exactly what, what that is, though. But, you know, when when you said that, I'm like, yeah, I don't know exactly exactly how to. And, of <laughs> course, I've had, you know, fun. church members. Yeah, <laughs> I said, I've had church members, you know, who, who've been, you know, through the recruiting process. So, like I said, I'm... I've seen some first time, but of course, though, I'm like a fan, you know, that that's, you know, it's always, you know, kept up with all of that stuff, though. But can you can you explain to our listeners what exactly is a junior day and, and how how you could differentiate it from, you know, like any other time visit? that a recruit maybe visits? Well, junior day isn't an official visit. It's just mm -hmm. like an open, it's kind of like when you're doing a, a good way, like almost like an open orientation that schools can do. So that way, guys can come before they're like actually eligible to come and see the school, see the activities, watch a couple scrimmage games. And of course, whenever you have like a new stadium, a new locker room, something that's bright and shiny, bringing them there for that. And also to build relationships with some of the guys because you can't officially start recruiting them or ask them to like, hey, commit or anything right up from the get. So a lot of times with uh, the trainers or some of the assistant coaches, will build like relationships with some of these guys, like when before their like senior year or anything like that, just to be like, hey, so like, we really want you to come out here. Can't you imagine the jersey? Oh, your number is going to be available and stuff like that. So that way, when the guys get their limited official visits, they do choose your school as somewhere they actually are seriously showing interest in. Gotcha, gotcha, appreciate it. Oh, sounds good, sounds good, oh man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So my next question is, we got to get like two or three crazy stories because I like to mess it up. <laughs> I like to bring in some dirt. And so we got to get like two or three crazy stories that you, mm. that you have uh, experienced and that you can be able to tell us oh, okay. in detail what happened. Um, I would say when, uh, so I also made the mistake of dating a guy who was recruited. So I made that mistake. I was one of those girls. Um, so I made that mistake. And one of the, when he was being recruited for, it was my first year of college and it was his first official visit. We have to give them like tours of every single building, like for housing and stuff or the activities, the gym, everything like that. And we had new dorms that were built and they didn't have official tours for the dorms. So they would have the girls who actually live there show their room to the guys. Um, and it was like probably the second day or second or third day that they were in town or something like that. The second day, I think it was. 
um, we were doing a tour and one of the girls who's one of like the leads of the group that we were in, she didn't show up in the morning and we were wondering where she was um, because we had to give a tour of her room. So it's like a four bedroom kind of situation. And there's like a living area and a dining area and it's like a high rise. So it's really pretty. And we were downstairs with the coaches trying to get a hold of the girl because it was her room. And we didn't see her, didn't hear from her. She answered the phone and he was getting embarrassed for some reason. And I was like, we can just move on. He's like, no, this is the best part. This is the selling point. So we went up to her room. uh, And when we went up to her room and unlocked the door and everything, because I had the key, I like said ahead of time, like, hey, we're coming in because she had other roommates. And I think two of the girls were out of town. There was another girl who actually played basketball for the school. So she didn't really care. Uh, And uh, we walked in and she was totally banging one of the guys in her room loudly. And it was uh, one of the other recruits. Hold on, 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 hold on. Ooh, listeners, it's getting juicy. Um, hold on now, hold on now. So, so you saying you saying the young lady that was part of your recruitment team yes. was banging one of the recruits? Yes, because apparently they got before along. he before yeah. he yeah. Well, I mean, he ended up committing. So, like, I mean, he ended up committing. I don't know if that's the reason because I mean they didn't stay together, but. He ended up, but we walked in and I heard the sounds before I could react. And it was very embarrassing because I just had to like what? get real. I was like, one second, what? I think there's something wrong or whatever. Was it maybe some music? It was just, ooh. Was it other people with you? Oh, you yeah. Yes, it was. Okay. So, because when we do tours, parents come along. So it was like, we, and we split into groups ooh. so that each group has like a girl who could answer questions. So I was in part of the group and I walked in first and I heard it. Then the, one of the coaches was behind me and he was one of the new coaches. Um, and it was funny because it'd be different. It was a white guy, but it was a black guy and his face. Cause like, you can tell he wanted to crack a joke about it, but then he's like resisting the urge because it was not professional. So then he's like, Don't Oh, one second, guys. one second guys. Uh, Angelica just needs to put some things away, you know, that people actually live here. So they closed the door and I had to knock on her door and be like, hey, and she's like, I'm busy. And I'm like, yeah, I understand you're busy, but you're like an hour and a half late and they're here for the tour. And then you hear the guy in the room and he's like, Shay, nobody got to know, just be quiet. And I'm like, well, we show her room. So like, what are we supposed to do? (laughs) And then one of the girl, the other two roommates were gone and like, I was just like, I don't know what to say in this situation. So then they were like, oh, by the way, whose room is this? And when, because we finally opened the door and I guess they, they decided to stop whatever they were doing, thank God. Um, we opened the door. She didn't come out of her room, nor did the guy, because we didn't want them to know that this was going on. So I had to call her, her roommate, the basketball player who was downstairs. And she came up and passed me the key to her room. And I opened her room. Mm-hmm and showed the view of like everything from her room. And it was hella awkward because one of the parents was there or like a couple, one of the guy's parents was there and saw his shoes. Oh, his parents? Yeah, and saw his shoes by the door. And it was super awkward because the mom was looking at the shoes and I was trying to like, cause they make us wear wedges 
in like dresses or skirts because it's like it's the south and it's cute all these yeah, girls yeah, with long yeah, hair yeah. and wedges and I'm trying to kick the shoes by the couch <laughs> because I was just like I hope no one sees this because they were very distinctive Damn. Jordans they were very distinctive Jordans that he was bragging about oh. at dinner so I was just like oh. everybody's gonna know it's his <laughs> I start kicking the shoes Ooh. and I trip and the dad catches me and he was just like you okay sweetheart and I was like I'm good and he's like looks like you tripped over something and then looked out of the shoes and then looked at me and had the biggest smile on his face and I was like god dads are horrible because they're like yeah that's my son I'm like y'all gross my son it's just like son, like, it it it's like father like son right that's my boy okay this is horrible I kind of want this to end and then you hear him like in the room as we're exiting saying are they gone and all yours are shut the fuck up <laughs> He's like, my bad, my bad. Just like, this is just a comedic moment. And it was so awkward because then we got downstairs and I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to show you the other building. And I said it out loud. And when we went downstairs and I'm doing like a tour of the pool area and how they're expanding, then she magically pops up with him. And they're like at the back of the line, like of like where we're going, like the group. And I was like, oh, it's so great. So-and-so is here. And you know what? She actually does live in the other building. And I'm like pointing at the opposite building. So they don't think we were in her room. And I was like, why don't you tell me about how much you like living here? And she was just like, oh, it's great. (laughs) And it was just so awkward because the dad is like, like pushed his way towards the front and he's just sitting there with his arms crossed with a big old smile on and like a hand on his son's shoulder. And I'm like, y'all are so Ah, gross. And then I guess the wife, didn't realize it till we were getting back on the golf cart because she smacked him and her son up the head so fast. It was like, don't you dare embarrass me. No. It was not so out here. Don't do it, it out like, here. I mean, it didn't sound like oh, we didn't sound like he was embarrassing himself. So like, I mean, we ain't gonna fault him for that. If she was willing, then go for it. So I think that was one of the most awkward moments I had. Uh another one wow. is we um we're not supposed to take them out but we do anyway I mean we can't help it because they ask us like what's fun to do and I mean there are very famous popular strip clubs in the south and sometimes we would take them to those um so I mean honestly I know Georgia does it I know Georgia does it so and I I definitely know hey you said no names out here I don't know. I'm just saying, I know they do because I had a friend that did recruitment over in Georgia. So, like, I know that they do it too, but no one admits to it. Shitting on them. I mean, mean, Georgia's fun, though. Um, But I will never forget, like, telling one guy, I was like, hey, do you want to go with us or whatever? And he was from, like, well, yeah, he doesn't play anymore. He he didn't get drafted. But he was from, like, middle of nowhere in North Dakota. And it was so funny. He was like, six six big dude and he was like hey we should all go out and I was so tired and want to but I had to so we went down south mm. um and we took him to one club and they were having fun then we took him to a very popular club and um I, the girls were like girls don't drink you have to watch them to make sure they don't do anything stupid 
So I was watching North Dakota because I thought, you know, middle of nowhere, bum country kind of guy, he ain't gonna get into anything stupid. No, he was the one who got into the most trouble. Because um, he, he didn't look like he was, he didn't look underage. So I caught him at the bar drinking uh, and taking shots off some girl. And then I stopped him and I pulled him away. And I was like, you can't do that, man. Like, if you get arrested or in trouble, because I'm like, this is a party state. Okay, so like, People out here are watching you, okay? So don't do it. I mean, I've been at a police raid when I was drinking underage. I got away with it because I was very slick about it. But I was like, there's certain things, if you're not used to being from this, this area, you're gonna get fought, found out real quick. So he, I had to pull him away. Then he was dancing with some girl and that was fine. And the guy I was dating came to the club because he was like, he just wanted to like check in and see what was going on because they always had current players or new players pop up so they can just continue oh to God. talk about how great the school was and how much fun they're having and how hot the girls yeah. are or whatever so he popped up and we were sitting down at the bar talking and he's like where did he go and I'm like oh I don't know he's probably fine he's from North Dakota he ain't gonna get into trouble no I caught him um coming out of the men's bathroom with the girl and then, and I'm like, oh, God only knows what he did in there. <laughs> and then as he's coming out, lighting like what I thought was a cigarette and was not a cigarette and oh, starts smoking Lord. inside the club. And I'm like, you were supposed to be the least problematic one here and you're the most problematic. <laughs> I don't understand. He's like, uh, you know, where we're from, we drink a lot and, you know, so it ain't a big deal. And I'm like, no, it's a big deal because you are a minor. And we are supposed to be watching you and you're not supposed to be here. So yeah, I'm pretty sure he probably did a whole bunch of other stuff, but I, all I know is when, when he, when I caught him coming out of the bathroom with the girl and then lighting up mm. um, my ex Coca-Cola. Yeah. He was six foot seven. He was a big guy. And he just got in front of him and was like, took it out of his hand. He's like, children will not <laughs> fuck around and get them in trouble. Uh. Okay. He's like, do you want to get in trouble before you even sign the dotted line? You idiot. Like, stop. He's like, you know, when you sign, we can drug, we can do whatever. Like people can pick up photos and it's enough to get you benching. The minute coaches think you're irresponsible, they don't care how great you are. You give an attitude, you're irresponsible. You, I don't know, have a personality trait they don't like. They sit you and you ride the bench all the entire time. So we put him in the car because he was drunk and took him back to the hotel. And it was so ridiculous because when we brought him back to the hotel, his dad was sitting outside smoking. And I was just like, so this is where you got it. Some smoking. Yes. <laughs> Lord of mercy. I was like, how did y'all even find a connect out here? Are you from North Dakota? Like, I was like, what did you speak to on the beach? Like, what happened? So, yeah, that was probably the second time that I was just like, I can't. I'm not going out anymore. Y'all are crazy. Mm -hmm. It was just one of those experiences. I was just like, I can't deal with it. I can't do it. Um, and I think other than that, I think the other situations that we deal with is just like parents in general, because parents yeah, yeah. think their kids are sometimes God's gift to the earth when they're not. Oh, and I'm just like, for sure, for sure. I was like, oh, your son is amazing. Okay, great. That's cool. He's a tight end. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, we really have one of those. <laughs> are we good? He's doing great. And they're like, well, my kid can do this. My kid wants to do that. My kid wants this number. He's going to get it. And I'm just like, like we're a decent mm. school. Like we're not the best school. Right. So like you bragging hardcore about a kid coming to our school. And I'm like, it's not like 
we're Michigan. Like, I was like, you mean calm down. So, and I mean, we didn't even have like a shit ton of wins at that point. So I was just like, you guys bragging for no reason. I'm not impressed. I don't care about football that much. Um, so it was just, you had weird situations happen. Cause I mean, I couldn't judge any of the girls because at the same time, I started dating a guy after he was recruited and we were together for a while. And there's other girls that just like didn't care and just went to whatever. I was like, it was hot girl summer year round for some of the girls that did football recruitment and they didn't care. They gave zero fucks and guys would talk about it and they'd just be like, and <laughs> so mm. your roommate was better, stuff like that. So like they don't so, care. So uh my next question, how how long did you do the college recruiting? I did it uh, for three and a half years. Um, towards the okay. end of college, I was just so tired of it all. Um, yeah. Especially because I felt like, I don't know. To me, the guys kept getting smaller and smaller with time. It's kind of like, I feel like when you're in high school and you start looking at the freshmen and you realize how much they look like <laughs> children and it's just no longer interesting. And I'm like, I don't know, man, because like when these when the guys came in when I started, they all look like they might be 24. But then like mm. y'all all look okay. like you're 16 and you think you're hot shit. And I'm like, I don't even think your balls <laughs> dropped yet. So like, no, thank you. It's not fun because you're cocky for no reason. Um, and also it just didn't work with my schedule because they were just asking me to like, hey, can you do this? Can you run around here? Can you do this? And then they also had us signing in guys for football games. All the red shirts had to get signed in because they still had to show up. And I yeah, swear, okay. red shirts show up whenever they want to show up. They don't care. They're like, don't matter. <laughs> My tuition still paid. You said report at 12 and I'm going to report at three. And then we can't leave the gate rain or shine until they come. Because then if they come and we're not at the what? gate, they complain and they say, I was there, but so-and-so didn't sign me in. Little do y'all know that they were just, I don't know, fucking around and just not showing up. Or the guys who were just injured, you see them in their little cripple self, like coming over to the gate, trying to get signed in. Then parents asking for tickets for their kids. And I'm like, yo, if your son did not put a ticket aside for you, then you weren't invited. Like I can't, I don't know to tell you, you haven't seen your son in how long? And I know he talks shit about you. So you must not, you're not supposed to be here. So they had us work games too. So I was just so exhausted, just constantly having to do the games and be there all day long because yeah. um, they use the girls for game day for sign-in. And then at the end, um, we had to do their meal. So we had to do the final meal, which was super awkward because the way they did it, they positioned like tables outside of the locker room. But the way the door swung open, you saw everything. <laughs> like, I did not need to see certain people walking around <laughs> without any clothes on. And we were just like, damn, y'all real comfortable around each other. <laughs> yes. So the doors would swing open all the time because trainers would go in and out. The red shirts would go in to go get something that they left or like guys who didn't play would just go in or... Some of the guys clean like, Jersey boys. Oh yeah. Then the guys who didn't even play at all will try to get in on food because I don't care what they say, but I would say over 50% of the team is black and they all ghetto as hell. Cause they just like will try to sneak in and you see them come in the doors and they'll be like, Hey gorgeous. And I'd be like, I'm not giving you a pizza. And they're like, but you know, you miss me. You love me. I'm like, I don't even remember your name. Like, I don't, who are you? Or like the ones that are like super hood will come. 
would leave and they would make sure they were the first ones to leave the locker room because they wanted to open each box and see what was good and who had the best box. And then like we would give them Gatorades. And there was one that was like my ultimate favorite. He was the, the gosh, he was horrible. I don't even think that boy spoke English properly. Like it was just pure ebonics. He would come over to the table with an empty duffel bag and just like take all of the snacks and drinks and shove it into his bag and then take off running. And I'm just like, they're like, why didn't you stop him? And I'm like, he plays football and I'm wearing a dress right. and like wedges. You want me to chase after this man for stealing food? Right. I'm not going to. Right. We're um, sure. not doing that at all. But yeah, so I mean, the post game meals were interesting because they go from like pizza to like Chick-fil-A to like, I don't know, burgers and other stuff. Cause of course they're like big meals. And yeah. one of the girls always used to make fun of the guys because they said you can tell the guys who have been here for a while because they hold a pizza box and they hold their textbooks because <laughs> it just like goes to the side. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm, I'm just like, you've been here for a minute. They'll be like, they don't even ask what pizza it is. They just be like, give me one. And I'm just like, okay. And it was just one of those oh things. God. They just walk out with their food and like usually girlfriends are like outside of the locker room, but then you'll see them see mm-hmm. you in there. And they'll start complaining about like how it's unfair. I'm like, girl, you can volunteer too. Like, it's not a problem. You're gonna see some things and hear some things about your man that you're not gonna like though. So like, feel free mm. to join us. Well, but yeah, because a lot of the guys, especially once they knew like certain girls that wouldn't sleep with them, they were more polite. Cause like for mm. me, I was dating one for a while. So the rest of them just didn't bother me. And like we would just hang out okay. and chit chat. And I mean, yeah, yeah. you would go to a guy's house and hang out at their house because they're older and they're renting a house instead of living in the dorms. And you would just see some random girl come out their room and you know their girlfriend and you're just sitting there like, does this count as a thing that I should say something? Or do I just mind my damn business because he's buying food for the rest hey, of man, us later? sip that tea. <laughs> sip that tea. Sip that tea like Kermit, goddamn. Hey. So, and then hey. just... Yeah, it's and then you learn good things or like interesting, not good things, but interesting things about the guys like the ones who would literally make comments that were not American, should I say? And they would be like, Mm. You mess with the snow bunny, you marry a black woman, (laughs) stuff like that. They were horrible, (laughs) they were rude. Uh, two or three of them were drug dealers. I was just like, Damn, y'all multitasking. So, yeah, since you. Since you mentioned that, because that was that's one of my questions here. So did you see or experience any racism or sexism? And if so, how did you get how did you get through it? Uh, racism if, no. for you personally. Racism, hmm? no, because of the fact of like, okay, okay, so if even if a coach or a majority of the staff was white, they couldn't mm-hmm. be rude to you or racist because the majority of the football team is black. So then even when you're recruiting, let's say you have like 10 guys show up or eight guys show up, six of them are black. And honestly, a lot of the girls who were like the typical like blonde, cute and pretty, um, it was harder for them if their families were like anti, like, you know, white in general, because they like, they're going to steal your money. And I'm like, anybody can steal your money, like anybody. So um, they would send me, like, I would go to certain parents that were like, like older black couples and they would switch us out if like there's a girl who's like let's say latina or like blonde with blue eyes and they're sitting there like oh my god the school is wonderful oh it's great it's fine and you can just tell the parents are tuning her out because they find her insignificant 
So they would switch us out and put me there and they'll be like, oh, sweetheart, what are you studying? What is this? What is that? And they'll be like, look, isn't she a pretty educated black girl? This is the kind of people you need to talk to and be around and blah, blah, blah. So I never felt any kind of racism towards me because I mean, majority of what we were recruiting was my demographic. So I never felt any type of way. I know other girls did because they did feel that some of us got preference because um, they'd be like, oh, who do you want to be paired with? And I would say who I want to be paired with because I talked to the parents and they were cool and they weren't pervy and weird like some of the dads are. Um, <laughs> so I would just choose who I wanted to go be paired up with. And then certain girls just got stuck with the guy who was like maybe 5'4 and like not cute. And they were just really upset that they got stuck with that person. So I never felt it that way. Sexism, 100% though, because they expect you oh. not to know anything um especially some of the guys who you they do get corrected like there's certain trainers or like coach assistant coaches that will brush Mm -hmm. over what you're saying because they're like you don't know what you're talking about but what a lot of people don't realize is that when guys look at colleges yeah they're looking at the name but what you have to keep in the back of your mind is their family too so if you're not making connection with their family and you're not trying to build a relationship with their family and you focusing just on the talent and not the rest that the baggage and everything that comes with it, then you're not going to, you're not going to get the guy. Cause they'll be like, Oh, they don't care about this. They don't care about that. And I'll walk over and be like, Hey, so-and-so's mom has this concern and wants to talk about this. I mean, like, she's fine. She does, it doesn't really matter. It's up to her son anyway. And I'm like, not in most households. It's not how it works. You have to consider the family. Um, so I mean, I would get sexism in that part, never from the families, rarely ever from the guys, except for the fact that they were like horny and 18 or 17. That's pretty much the extent <laughs> of their comments. Like you'll be on the okay. elevator and they'll get real close to you and be like, you know, you're kind of small. And I'm just like, well, you're kind of big. I don't want to tell you, like, it's not like a hit on, like that isn't like, it's not a thing you say to somebody on a, uh, an elevator when you're in a small place like it's kind of weird and creepy so like, can you back up a little bit um, but that's mainly the kind of like experiences I had I didn't really have yeah. a lot of bad ones I mean towards okay. the end I had more because I was just mad because I mean once you become I hate to say like a football or athlete's girlfriend you get mad when they're redshirted or they're not playing because you're just like mm. you see okay. how it affects yeah, we them mentally okay. we understand that because they make you feel like shit when you're not playing so then when they're not playing and they're sad and they're upset and they're hurt or they get injured and then people treat them like shit it's like one of those things where you get mad about it because it's like the whole protective thing but I think that's the only kind of negative experience I had it's just like when you're dating someone who's a red shirt and someone's like Mm. hella rude and cruel and you hear the things they say about them because some of these guys are evil the coaches and assistant coaches because once you lose any type of value, they treat you like crap. Oh damn! Okay. So. Yeah, we we heard those stories before. Unfortunately, damn. like I said, that you 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 only, you only as good as good as how much you can give them and how valuable you are to them and the school. Because again, mm-hmm. you can easily get cut for scholarship. Oh, yeah. That's one thing that a lot of people don't realize that those scholarships are from year to year. They're not for the entire you know you know duration. Of, of sort of athletes, you know, time at school, it literally mm-hmm. gets renewed, you know, year by year. And if you're like, like you said, Adelica, if, if you're injured or 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 you're fucking up or some and some other, you know, are you fucking up too much outside, you know, of, of the field? 
you, you can be let go. It can be processed, man. Shoot, Nick Saban. The Nick Saban's been good for that at Alabama for years, man. He's like, shoot, I got, I got a four or five star ready to take your place now. And they don't, and they don't do that like in privacy. They don't do it like one on one. They'll be in the middle of like an online meeting, and then the, you'll say something, or like they'll say something slick, and they'll say it in front of everybody. And I'm just like. Y'all just fuck with their mentality because you're like you are constantly replaceable. You tear <laughs> you tear your ACL the wrong type of year, and you're fucked. Like you just don't know what you're gonna do. Like then you start thinking, oh, I should have focused more on college. I should have done this. I should have done that. And like people don't understand that. Like when your life is football, and you realize all you can do to like better yourself or improve as like a and be like I don't know financially secure as an adult is to do football and do college and then you get injured and then after your injury you're like oh yeah you're gonna come back we're gonna have you back you're gonna play and then a new recruit comes in and takes your spot and then they start ignoring you they don't talk to you they don't get invited to certain events by some of the guys because they ostracize you and it's messed up because I've seen it with my own eyes when I've dated guys who are like on the team and then they get redshirted it's the worst like feeling that's why like whenever some of them were dicks I was just like I can understand why they are like I've heard comments I've heard team meetings where they've like called them out and I'm just like damn y'all are like this is some psychological warfare that you're doing to these guys and then on top of that they're getting injured for you I'm like come on man so it was really I think that was like the worst part is just seeing and honestly understanding how athletes are actually treated because like yes a lot of them are cocky and a lot of them act like they're God's gift but you put them in a room in front of all their teammates and they get called out and you can just see like the confidence and everything drained from their face. And it was just one of those things that I personally hated to watch and hated to experience. And that's why I became friends with a lot of the guys because I'll never forget one of them tore his ACL and then came back and they had a scrimmage game and he broke his collarbone. And I remember they took him off to go to the doctor and get checked out and everything like that. And when they dropped him back off at the sports center to like talk and stuff like that, he was waiting downstairs and he was just sitting there and he looked horrible. And I just walked over to him and I was like, oh, come on, let's talk. And we went into one of the rooms and the man just started crying. Cause he was like, they're gonna drop me, I'm gone. What am I supposed to do? I'm the only one in my family who's gone to college. I was supposed to make this work. I keep getting injured. I focused on my diet. I did this, I did that. And they start going through and he's like, what did I do wrong? How did this happen? Do you think so-and-so did it on purpose? It's horrible what they go through. It's traumatic. So, I mean, it's just, they were, I wish they taught them. Like, I know like nowadays it's like, we're all mental health and mental wellness. And I feel like a lot of times they needed like an actual psych person that didn't report to like coaches or anybody else to truly sit there and talk to some of these guys. Cause they're out of their element, you know. Damn, damn, that was woo. That was a story right there. Jeez, up. But uh, the next question. So, how do you feel recruiting has changed with the institution of the NIL deals? Yeah, I say people get money when you can because you don't know how long you're going to be able to play. And some of these guys, they might be amazing when they're playing for college. And then when it gets towards the end and they're under this impression because they're on this high of being 
the local, I don't know, hot shit, and then they don't get drafted, they don't got anything else to do with their lives, they're stuck. I mean, I know one that he was one of the best, uh, what, mm, nope. <laughs> I know Uh-oh. one guy, <laughs> I was like, wait, because if I say his position, you'll know. Um, but yeah, he was one of the best in our state, and he didn't get drafted. And I think it was because of his like history and his behavior. And he, it took him six years to figure out what he wanted to do with his life afterwards. And I mean, if they were able to get money his entire time, at least he'd have a cushion, you know, or like, I don't know, some sort of like sponsorship to like fall back on. Or like some of the guys use their platform, like they get on social media because they know they're not going to get drafted and they use the hell out of their platform to then open up like a summer sports camp or something. So that way they have like yeah. a cushion. So, I mean, I think anybody should get paid when people, if you want to pay someone, pay them. I don't think it's mm-hmm. that bad, honestly. Okay. Maybe okay. it's more competitive now because now it's like, you can't only think, is this person going to be, I don't know, a great player. It's like, also, is this person marketable? Because it benefits the school too. So there's a lot more than just like pure talent. It's can you also be on a cereal box? And are you good with people? Please. Yeah, because I mean, when they do um, like alumni days or they do like school visits and stuff, uh-huh. you can tell the guys they like because they'll pull them from class and they'll pull them from other stuff and have them sit there and sign autographs mm. and hold babies and stuff like that. Because uh, to, sell, to sell, if you think about it, to sell the, the president run, they're going to do the president, they're going to do the president run. I mean, they have to. Kids, babies, and. You have to Mm. because, like, they make Mm. t shirts and they also make hoodies and sweatshirts. And then, if the guy is rude, ain't nobody going to buy that merch. And if the guy is rude, are you going to pay extra to come towards the end or pay for presidential suite to see the guys leave and say hello and goodbye and everything like that? Because, I mean, there were a lot Mm. of guys who sucked, but they were great when it came to like dealing with people. They would say, they would answer questions. They would help you out. They would say, yeah, I love the school. And that's the person they put on the poster. That's the person yeah. they put on the pamphlet. That's the guy who would wave when that, he came out. That and be football program poster. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, because it's like, you have to, it's no longer just talent. You can't have a crappy personality. You have to be able to like be well, you have to be like loved by the community, which is so weird to tell these guys who like came from, a completely different lifestyle. Hey, when you talk, do this. When you're doing this, do that. Or like, what's appropriate to answer? Oh, don't just, I don't know, speak in Ebonics when someone says you had such a football, a great football game or whatever. You have to make sure you answer professionally. There's a lot of different things that they have to take into consideration. So, I mean, I've seen guys get cut and I was like, well, I mean, he wasn't memorable. So I don't, I don't, I don't even remember his name. So I guess I mean, they have that walk-on who looked way better on the poster. So. Damn, damn, damn. So, all right, I'm down to my last two questions here. So (laughs) my first question is going to be a serious question. My next question is going to be just a fun question. So the first question is, what advice would you give to a young woman trying to get into into the field that into the college recruiting field and maybe get into sports, you know, after that? Um, 
well, it wasn't my path, but I know a couple of girls who actually went that path. Um, I would mm-hmm. say no more than I did. Honestly, I did it as just for fun. Not, I didn't take it seriously at all. Um, I suggest that if you're going to join or like be one of those, like, I guess, volunteers that help out also volunteer to like be in the main office because they do do mandatory like tutoring and like um, study times for athletes. And I know one girl who literally would run those and help the guys out with their classwork and then would volunteer to like help out one of the trainers and stuff like that. And uh, she did amazing. And now she's an assistant trainer in Michigan. So, I mean, she got her dream job at her dream school and she worked her butt off. She went to every event. She signed up for anything. She knew the entire roster could answer any question about any of the players, anything like that. And she made sure to keep all of those relationships strictly professional. She did not care about one of those boys on that team. Because if you show no interest, they tend to respect you more. And if you show no interest, the actual staff will respect you more because they don't think you're just out here to mess around with a football player. So I would say focus on it and know your sport and also be willing to go help out in other sports because basketball used to ask for girls all the time, but majority of us didn't care for basketball, but she showed up, she worked games, she volunteered for basketball, baseball, and for football. So I would say vary the sports that you're working in or like volunteering for and always ask if they need help because there's bound to be an assistant coach somewhere or a GM or an ops team member who will be like, oh yeah, so-and-so did great. Um, I was wondering if she can do this event with us. Do you think that'd be fine? And that's how she got her way in. And she got hella letters of recommendation, especially when you're having a good season, you have a good season and you get a letter of recommendation from a online coach or anybody hell you can even get the head coach to write a letter saying that you were i don't know an integral part of the recruiting team or an integral part of like making operations work and that's how she got her Mm -hmm. her uh, job at michigan letters of rec big big blue big blue representing here yeah buddy i wanna do do you talk to her often or no talk to her often no I don't because like she she kind of went her own way and then we didn't really she was also a huge tomboy and I'm not so I was just like not I would hang out with her like if we had events and stuff but I wouldn't talk to her religiously or consistently no oh okay okay how how does she like from moving from South Florida to to Michigan because that's weather change oh she was already from up north she was from Jersey she was from Jersey oh, and her okay. dad oh, went to Michigan Jersey. and her dad played uh, baseball for mm. Michigan. So that was oh, her like, okay. ultimate goal of going back I, where her dad actually okay. played for. She had a little connection then. She had a little yeah, connection. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. She, she ain't new to this. She true to this. Yeah. Uh, yes. she, she was right or die. I was not. <laughs> I was yeah, not no. at all. I the, was there for the, fun. The puff, the puff jackets with the flip-flops. I, I know you ever been on a flight to Michigan before a game? Yo, the, the people on these flights and these outfits and this full gear head to toe, it is creepy. You see, they chanted on the plane. I was like, where are we going? Like, I was just visiting a friend. Oh, is there no? a game this weekend? I thought FSU was bad, but Michigan is worse. <laughs> Both of them. Mm. It's like, y'all are well, too well, dedicated. Well, it's well. a cult. But mm. it is. It is. For sure. So, my 
my question, my next question is a fun question. So it's a two part question. So would you do it again? And if so, what are your, give us your top five colleges that you would probably do the college recruiting for? Mm, I would do it again for sure. Cause I mean, it was a fun experience. Um, I would have to say number one would be Alabama because they have lots of fun because even they have fun they had more fun at their football games than we did so I was like and I knew a couple girls who actually recruited for them and they got like actual like they gave them like scholarships and like they paid for their books and stuff because they were volunteering and I'm like I want to know what kind of volunteer work you do yeah because what they they would have like special scholarships for like best assistant whatever the hell they called them because every school has like a different name what they call the girls who help um mm-hmm. and they would have those kinds of things they would have dinners um at the end of the the season when they do the the closing like big dinner the girls would get a table yeah. and they wouldn't pay for anything they would get free drinks and all kinds of stuff they did all kinds of they took them sometimes they flew them with them to away games sometimes and i was like damn our oh, school don't do that oh no Oh yeah, you get oh, to fly yeah. with them and they'll p- cover your room and the girls will stay there and then you get to go to the football game and help out. And that was fun. And I was like, I didn't get to do any of that because our what? school was like, no, nah, y'all stay here. You here for all games ah, yes. and nothing else. Um, Keep that ass here. <laughs> I would definitely do for Georgia State because I heard they had fun. Um, and hmm. Georgia State. Georgia State so we had got, fun. We got, we got Alabama, we got Georgia State with us. What's the third one? It's hilarious. I don't. It's beautiful. I would simply for the area, simply for the mm-hmm. area, I would do FSU. Um, because. Tally ho! Tallahassee. Okay. Tennessee also, Street. Also known as Tallahassee. Um, they were had fun. <laughs> they had fun. Because <laughs> I went to one of their games because uh, my brother went there and. I okay. had the time of my life and I was like, this is amazing. I want to be here because like, I don't know, they had a more loyal fan base. It's freaking FSU. I mean, they, ah, people yes. die for FSU. They fear the skier like crazy. All over. I grew up an FS, FSU family. Guess what? My, my best friend growing up, his cousin was actually Charlie Ward. So mm-hmm. I didn't even realize he was related to Charlie Ward until my later life. I was like, oh, snap, man. You're like, you like, your cousin is Charlie Ward, Charlie Ward, man. How's the trophy winning Charlie Ward, man? So I was like, well, dang. So, yeah, that's just there, man. I actually yeah, cheer, cheer for him. So, yeah, that was a little fun fact. My, um, <laughs> my mom my mom graduated from FSU, and her sister graduated from FSU. So, yeah, as long as they ain't playing the Gators, we good. I mean, FSU is just so much fun for the simple fact of, like, I'll never forget driving in Dallas and – seeing a guy with the giant fear the spear uh thing on the back of his truck and me pulling up next to him and doing the hand motion and him taking his hands off the wheels and be like yeah <laughs> i was like all the way in dallas we're so excited <laughs> he was right yeah it's, 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 but it's hands off the wheel but you're crash. being so far away from the you're being so far away from the main the main fan group once you go out come out here or you come out here to New Mexico, or you come out here to Texas, or you go any further than that. Once you see somebody with the same shit from the East Coast, you be like, "Hey, what's happening?" 
it don't matter, you know, it it doesn't matter what team it is, it's just it's just, you know, whoever you see from out here. So okay, so we got one of the other ones would have to be uh UT. So uh in Austin, because I mean it's Austin and two yeah, for the money that goes through, like I wonder what deals these guys are getting because the money that walks through that freaking university on a football game day is crazy. Like I worked actually uh, a football game because uh, I wanted to see what it was like to work it. And yeah, that one. So, <laughs> so I, uh, I worked a football game and I will never forget. I saw this guy who was like 60 years old. Uh, it was uh, UT versus TCU. And he walked in there and he had a big old hat on and you can tell he came from money. And this girl probably like maybe five years older than me was in a cute little top right behind him. And he was like, well, we got to be in time back to get on the private jet. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, what kind of money y'all got? You, you got a private jet just to come to this game? <laughs> I was like, how much money did you spend on that? I'm like, you were in Dallas. Like, how did you just spend on that? That's crazy. And I mean, they were also like, Texas fans are a different breed. <laughs> So there's also that, mm-hmm. just like Michigan. So definitely that, um, and their stadium is beautiful. There's something about being in a nice stadium. Because when you go to some rinky-dink stadiums, you're like, I pay for what? <laughs> you go to yeah. you go to that stadium in Austin, and you go to their, um, it's the, uh, the I forgot what the, the suite's called, but I think it's like on the seventh floor, or is it the fourth floor or seventh floor? And it's like a private suite, and it's all you can eat and all you can drink nonstop. And it is it's good food, good food. Like I, I definitely on my lunch break was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna just take off this work shirt real quick and uh, walk around and get me some things. <laughs> Cause y'all don't pay enough. I'm just here for the weekend, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get me some food and drink. So I mean, yes. definitely. Um, I don't know. Sure. I think my, I would never work for a school that wasn't D1 cause I mean, they're not fun. Cause I'm just like, uh, what's the well, point? Like, what's the point of being well. there? I mean, we used <laughs> to get guys who came from, what's that show that had like those, you know, the community colleges that have football teams and then they like- Last chance you. Oh God. We had, I think, I don't even know where he came from, but he came from like a community college like that. And like, I was like, uh, I mean, I guess you can be more personable and you can have more, you can have more your hands more on things, but like, I'm not there for that. Like I'm there for like, the fun part of being in a college football game and I'm like I can't imagine like a small school doing something like that because then you don't get like the cool sponsorships and like Ford used to come out and give us shit all the time and I was like no I want real sponsors and real tailgates what would be the fifth one though uh I don't know I'd I'd stay south because I don't I don't like the stay, north. I mean, okay, I like okay, you stay south. I mean, what? What's I'm trying this? to think. I mean, I loved my school because where we were located, but I can't even say. So, like, <laughs> true that, true that, true that. I will true never that. regret my school. Um, probably. You know what, though, I heard great things about Vandy, even though they're not like amazing. I've heard I had a couple oh. of friends that actually went to go play football oh, for Vandy, okay. and I think that's the only way I'd ever step down is probably Vandy because I mean. I heard they were great to their staff mm. and great to the people that volunteered. I know a guy who mm, played for okay. them and he loved it and he tried to get me to transfer over and I was just like, no, I'm good. 
Um, yeah, buddy. <laughs> so. Ain't got no beach up there, son. I'm like, so sorry. I mean, buddy. y'all are fun, but not that fun. And like, I mean, you're like, school is cute, but no, thank you. <laughs> mm. So I can't really well, think of another one. Well, okay. Hey, no problem. No problem. We had a we have we have learned so much about the college recruiting game. Uh, we have learned so much from your experiences. Um, well, I've had a great time listening. I know our listeners, when they hear this, they're going to have a great time listening. I'm sure my three other homeboys have had a great time listening. This is the first round. Oh, oh, yeah. We I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the whole thing until Jogo said, Georgia State. But you know what? I'm going based off of full toll experience. As a person, but you need to understand, as a person who was not super into football and like literally did it on a whim, I was going based off what was fun. I was not going off of like, I'm not going to be like, ah, I'm considering Nebraska or like, I don't know, something like that, especially <laughs> during true. that time period. Okay, so I'm yeah. not going to do that. But, or I don't know, what was that one school that had all those tragic, horrible things happen to them? Uh, what is that freaking school? Penn State? No, it wasn't Penn. It was the one that had the, fun, the was it the bus crash or an airplane crash? Oh, Marshall. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Marshall, Marshall. Every single time you played them, I felt guilty. Okay? Like, I don't even know. I just felt guilty. So, like, there's... Mm. So, like, I we all Marshall. Oh, yeah, God. we all Marshall. Yeah, yeah man. Nah, I was just but playing, the funny thing is, she didn't say, she, she didn't say UGA. She didn't say Georgia Tech. No, because yeah, I was going for the fun. I was going for the fun. Georgia Tech is all right, like Georgia for Tech fun. Right the street from from Georgia State. I know, but it's a different vibe. It's a different vibe. It's kind of like this is true. If you like a, if you like a community college in Atlanta, that's cool. But you know, yeah. I mean, I I love Atlanta, and I thought they were fun when I went to go visit, and I went to go see friends. So it was based off of what I found fun, and. <laughs> I gotta admit though, towards the end of my college like time is when UCF got super popular. When they were just going crazy and it was just such a weird thing to like experience. But I mean like they were had fun. I mean, what was their their shirt said UCF'd up? For their tailgates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes like, sense. That's beautiful marketing. I was like, y'all are great at this. So like that makes sense. So I mean, I like my my experience is colored based off of like which had, I guess, a nicer campus that I liked walking around, um, the guys and whether or not like they had my program and if they were had a fun night life. Like that's what it went for me. So I mean that's just that part but i mean like i feel like michigan could be fun but except for the fact that it's cold as hell and i ain't gonna deal with that you feel that in your bones yeah, yeah man michigan is a whole different beast michigan cold wise is a whole different cold like, you feel it in your bones it's horrible oh, yeah that's people choose yeah, to live yeah, there your, your, your teeth shatter like what oh yeah that's a shit. i got family yeah yeah i got family in, in warren ohio and they're ohio state fans so i don't know exactly what you're talking about so yeah. I've actually yeah. been to 
I've actually been to an Ohio State game, a home game, like back back in the day when I was in college. That was also fun. That was fun because they're, they're. I always wanted to see their band. I want. I love. I love their. Own, I love their the school band. I wanted to see be part of that little. Yeah. Oh, shit. Ah, damn. Hey, man, it's George. It's all George. It's all George. There we go. There we go. There we go. And I mean, as a person who was not hired, you, you got as a person that was not a hired member of the team. It's one of those things where it's like, it was just for me, the experience. I know, like I said, another, a couple other girls took it very seriously. And I was just like, y'all ain't paying me. Like, I don't have to like be, you know, super intense about this. I'm technically a volunteer or an intern or whatever you want to call me. So I, it doesn't affect me. And then on top of that, I went to school for health admin. So I had nothing to do with football. I could care less. Everyone else is trying to get on the coach's good side. I didn't care. The, that was the other. That was the other um, bright spot in your story. And you was mentioning earlier, like you. This is all volunteer for you. So I'm like, man, like your motivation had to be like to the roof. To you know, what I'm saying you really had to dig in and love this stuff, or you know, like I said, you just definitely was in it for you know a really a really um passionate type of deal because volunteer work is is hard because it's volunteer. So it's yeah. like, you know, and for your sure. time and everything. So you know. That was another. That was another um, big, big factor that I love listening to. We were telling stories. It's a great. It's a great way, and I think it would taught me, especially like, I work in a male-dominated like um, realm now. So I think working in football and working with offices that are like ninety-five percent male helped me a lot because I also like know when to like cut and be like, nah, that's inappropriate or no, we're not doing that and like not feel like I have to cower or act a certain way. So for me, it was a great practice for that because even before football, if some very intimidating looking guy came up to me and said something or like whatever, I would just be quiet and be like, no, thank you, I'm fine or whatever you need me to do, I'll do. But like working in football, especially working with all these different guys in different age ranges and all the men who worked in the office too and them saying like, I need you to go do this. And me being like, no, you're not paying me. <laughs> and then just being like, oh, you're saying you no? And I'm like, yeah, I'm saying no. So then, I mean, yeah. for me, it translated well. Cause like, if I walk into a warehouse or anywhere else and there's like men yelling and stuff, I'm just sitting there like, okay, like you can say whatever you want, but it doesn't affect me in any way. Can you sign this contract or not? <laughs> like, yeah. so. Good point, good point, yeah. It was great for that. Great for training. It was a great experience. I'd do it again a tenfold, a hundredfold. And I honestly think a lot of people should try it out. Um, like, I know it's easier, like I said, for women, but there's some guys who get into it too, who like helped out with stuff every now and then. Like we had like one or two that pop up. But I mean, just understand that to take everything kind of surface level and was like, these people are being nice to you now, but you see how they treat some of these guys. Like God only knows what they're saying behind your back. So... Mm. And there it is. And there it is. Y'all, I I want everybody to clap it up for Miss Angelica, man. This was a, this was a great interview, very enlightening. Um we love that you were able to have some time for us and come on to the show. Um man, the stories were wild. <laughs> the experience was wild, but we loved it all. 
and I'm sure our listeners, um, when they listen, when they get a chance to listen to it, they love it as well. Um, it it was just it was just awesome. Hey, hey B man, you got you got anything, man? You good? Or are you are you I'm good? Great. I'm great. Um, like I said, this appreciate you coming out here. Um, I didn't like the fact that you said Georgia State. But, oh my god. <laughs> So disrespectful, yeah, man. But, That's why I like in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, the three warned you, they were all Georgia Southern alumni. That's why no, I have no, to call you. No, no. I was never warned anything. Yeah. I, I was this, never warned This is fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun, man. It's that's the real GSU, so. Yeah, yeah the real GSU is Georgia Southern. That's why they're calling you out. I mean, to each his own, to each his own. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Yes, yeah. But, but like um, I said, we appreciate you coming up, man. That's I wouldn't. I mean, I could. I would have known. I could have really known that it was really going on. Really, you just, you know. You guys should definitely look up all the. There's a lot of articles on the ones for girls who got in trouble for visiting schools and stuff because they're not supposed to and holding up the signs. Yeah, you can go down a rabbit hole with those because they try to be slick and they got caught on camera. Reggie, Reggie, the real, the real Reggie loves the rabbit hole, so I'm sure he'll go down one or two. (laughs) Oh no, shoot! Don't get me started. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get him started. (laughs) I'm working from home tomorrow too, so I was like, shoot. Oh no! Real job. That's a deep dive waiting to happen. We about to get all kind of articles in the group chat. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ain't got time, dog. Ain't got time. Ain't got time. But yeah, uh, once again, thanks, thanks, uh, Angelica, for coming on. Um, we we loved it. We love the, the insight. We love the, the stories. And uh we just we're just happy that you came on. You are you're our first first lady uh on the on the podcast and we look to have a uh, a nice series of uh, ladies coming on and getting interviewed, but you're the first one, so thank you again. And uh, appreciate that. once we once we uh, put this out, we're gonna send it to you, and then hey, just just put it out to your friends and family, and get them to get them to you know, get onto the podcast. We everywhere except Pandora. <laughs> we everywhere except Pandora. We on iHeartRadio. We on all that. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, just whatever you can listen to a podcast, we're, we're there except for except for good old Pandora. But we love Pandora and hey, we just wherever we can be at. So, Do we love Pandora? For sure. I mean, Do I like Pandora. Pandora. I, got, I, I got my Spotify. Thumb, I got my thumbprint. I got my thumbprint list. On Pandora. Well, but I'm just saying. Spotify like, is better. Spotify yeah, is better. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Spotify. I listen to Spotify for my podcast. Mm-hmm. When I when I miss a when I miss a podcast, I go to Spotify or I go to Apple Podcasts. That's what you got to listen to my listen listen to the first round for show. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Well, now, thanks for having me. Now, oh yeah. Now and. Now, Angelica, you can listen to yourself on Spotify. I don't know if I want to hear what my voice sounds like. I'm good. (laughs) 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 Kind of weird to hear your own self talk. (laughs) Very good. Very good. That's real. I couldn't even even blame you with that. (laughs) But I will share for sure. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, thanks. 
Angelica Thank for you. coming on. And Appreciate it. Yep. We might get you back on. Be ready. Oh, I don't know. Right. Oh. <laughs> Why not? Maybe. All right. All right. Thanks, Angelica. Oh, thank you. Have a nice All night. All right. All right. Peace. Got to get to this pinhead real quick. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, man. Got to tell our listeners, man, that we ain't done, man. It's y'all's favorite part of the entire podcast right here, man. We got ourselves a pinhead of the week. Somebody who's who's worthy of it, not just of this, but thank you, thank you, Ronaldo, for for you know sharing this term though, because it's definitely appropriate for this part. He's not only just a pinhead, but but definitely a shithead of the week as well. And this goes to the owner of the Carolina Panthers, David Tepper, who is by trade a hedge a hedge fund manager, which means that. He's stinky, filthy rich, and he's worth billions of dollars. So I'm wondering exactly what did he do to get on, to, to get on, you know, this this pennant of the week. Well, last week, news first surfaced that he had taken a shell company that he formed. Now try to follow me, good listeners. Try to follow me. Try to follow me. You know, first rounders. Listen to this. He took a shell company that he formed to build his team's new practice facility to bankruptcy and expressed concern that he was playing a financial shell. Well, at least the people who are the contractors who were building this facility expressed concern that he was playing a financial shell game with companies that provided services for the construction effort. The company owed the most money for a project was aborted through no fault of its own has expressed concern too. And via theathletic.com, Mascaro Barton, Barton Marlowe contends, one of the one of the contractors for, for this practice facility, contends that it is owed $80 million and that Tepper and the Panthers provided the real money and influence to the project that technically was managed by GT Real Estate. Keep this, keep this in name in mind, guys, GT Real Estate. Not Georgia Tech real estate, just simply the letters G and T real estate. And virtually every aspect of this case is tainted by the control of Tampa and the Carolina Panthers, the contractor said in the court filing. Later, referring to the murky and suspicious structure that is the debtor slash Tepper slash Carolina Panthers enterprise. So this is basically just a long way of saying that GT real estate is David Tepper and the Carolina Panthers. And it is, like we said, like we said, it's a shell company that was built just to, basically just a scam, it's a scam their way, scam, you know, some, some, you know, the constructors, or at least the contractors who were helping on this pro on this process. And so the story continues saying that Tepper and the Panthers wanted a 240-acre campus with team headquarters, practice facility, retail shops, restaurants, hotel, etc., To make it happen, a separate but related company was used. With the project, when the project went to hell in a partially completed handbasket, Tepper took the company to bankruptcy with the goal of sorting the people owed money for their work on the scrap project. And a hearing on Wednesday, last Wednesday, on a fair, on a fairly Esoteric question, 
and whether or not GT Real Estate wants to loan $20 million to DT Sports, presumably another separate company that is a product that is that as a practical matter, is it? So again, get this guys. GT Real Estate wants to loan $20 million to DT Sports. Y'all picking up, y'all picking up what I'm putting down? DT Tapa. Tapa. Thank you. Tapper. Oh, so, um, somebody see the game. I don't. I don't know what GT is. Sorry, sorry, sir. You know what DT is, though, right? Though that's all they even know, T. You know what DT is, though. Downtown. <laughs> yeah, Brandon. Downtown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, hold on. No, no. My my city. My my hometown is is uptown. So I don't know if you're talking about downtown. So, <laughs> hey, oh. Look, man. He created another company, company to, to, to pay to pay his own company. You know, did, did, that's no, the case of you know, this, case of the matter. And, and, and unfortunately, in, in in the current system, you know that that this that this country has to to set up things to help rich people like David Tepper create these shell companies. To do just DT. that. DT. <laughs> there we go. DT Sports. To do to do DT. just <laughs> to do just that. I mean, yes, when, when stuff goes goes left sideways, they gotta do what they have to do to protect their business. We understand that. But at the same time, there are other contractors who are doing work for this, expecting to get paid. And if 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 you know. If David Tepper's shell companies are declaring bankruptcy, not to pay them, that's food off of the other, you know, people doing the real work's table. That's food off of their family's table. That's food off of, again, that, that, that's kids' tuition not being paid for. And it's just fucked up that, you know, that, that again, some, somebody worth billions is, 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 is just screwing other people, people below him just because he couldn't get his business straight on his end. Hey Reggie, I got the I got the perfect example of all this. Maybe give it a better picture. So the first scene in Spider Man Homecoming when on um, the Vulture and his people was getting ready to clear out the Chitauri and getting all that space the alien spaceway, and then come the Department of Damage Control and taking all this shit. Like, nah, you gonna cancel all this contract? You ain't getting it. And yeah, yeah, Michael Keaton and the Vulture saying, "Wait a minute, I got I got to put food on the table. I got to promise all my people." All this, all this work, and then now you're gonna cancel me out like that? Nah, son, that's not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna just you're gonna form a bad guy crew and start stealing this shit. Nah, but yeah, that's that's basically that's basically that's basically kind of what happened, bro. Like, you know I'm saying they just came in and canceled all these folks' contracts, man. Cancel all these people's money, man. That's 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 a wild boy, right there, man. That's that's hardcore, right there. That's a wild boy. For you to create another company. To, to protect yourself from the said company. So you just don't want to touch, you know, they have to go through with that project because I heard about that project too. Like that project is supposed to be something big yep. for Carolina. But to open, like you said, open up these um, open up these new stores, have, you know, have a cool little thing going for, you know, the Panthers, you know, the, and the Panthers fans, man. Like they was ready. Mixed use, yeah, new. pretty much a mixed use facility. Like I said, yeah, mixed yeah. use thing. Like I said, not just the, you know, practice facility, like you said, just the, uh, just pretty much what every sports 
it seems like every you know sports, every new sports facility being made wants to follow you know the battery and what the Braves did, man. Like I said, we're yeah. not just going to make it a sports experience. We're going to make it a shopping experience. We're going to make it a dining experience. We're going to make it just all an all around entertainment district, you know, just to bring, just to bring your family, you know, bring your crew or whatever. Though, like I said, so you're not just going to enjoy a game. You're not going to enjoy, you know, just being a fan of the team. But you're going to spend more money, you know, just uh, just to shop and just to eat and just eat, man, and just and just drink around or whatever. So yeah, yeah, man. That, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, team, team, right, bro. He hide, he hide the fact that it wasn't even his name, bro. DT Sports, are you kidding? Come on, bro. DT, come on, bro. All right. Let's see how you want to play now, man. Okay, cool. So, yeah, man, he deserved, he definitely deserved King Head slash Shithead the week for that because that just that's just that's just rich. That's an extremely rich man playing rich man games, and right. unfortunately, people underneath him gets burned because of that. And he might want to watch himself from doing stuff like that, you know. So you know, it comes back to you. That's all I say. Karma is a motherfucker. Yes, it is. When he when you treat it bad. I agree. Yes, yes. Man, we've had one hell of a show tonight, man. Just had, sad, sad. It just got to end like this, but y'all boys got any final shout-outs, man? Man, well, shoot, speaking of DT, man, quick quick news with that, man, is, um, you know, having um, Baker Mayfield going to the Panthers now should be uh, interesting um, as uh, a <laughs> the deal or deal to go through. A uh, cool story, so, bro. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, how, how cool is that? Now he finally, he finally out of the out of Cleveland, and Cleveland's still doing Cleveland shit. But hey, we'll we'll say that for the next podcast, man. So yeah, definitely shout out to our, our guest, man. Definitely shout out to our guest, Angelica, man. That was dope. That was a dope um time, and it was just cool to sit back and listen to the stories, man. Some crazy stories, but right. some, some, some cool stories about recruiting and just uh, you know. The positions that women plays in, you know, recruiting with, with football is, you know, it's, it's a wild world out there too. So, you know, it's, it's inter- it was interesting to see that 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 spotlight. So, you know, definitely props to her for coming out, man. So, definitely that's the first shout out for show. And of course, shout out to the boys. Of course, with the first round of podcast, cool show tonight, man. For show, Reggie the Real, Phil, Holy Phil, you know what I'm saying? Be Willie Ham. Corporal Rivers with the questionnaires, you know, that's dope. So, you know, of course, that's, that was awesome. Shout out to our listeners, of course. I'm glad we came through with a good episode for you guys to listen to. Well, we always got good episodes every time. So, you know, this is just some really good gems within the gym to have, right? And, you know, continue to sh- continue listening to us and comment and, you know, contribute to the Facebook group and all the good stuff. Of course, shout out to CJ Sneaker Lab for doing your thing, the show doing the sponsorship. And continuing the, the good stuff that's going on that way, and um, definitely um, let's get ready for Thor: Love and Thunder, man. Thor: yes, Love and Thunder. That's going. You know what I'm saying? It's time. It's time to rock and roll, baby. You know, we got we got a good week this week. We got uh, we got Ms. Marvel. We got the last episode of The Boys. We got Thor: Love and Thunder. You know what Valley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, I know you tripping. I know you tripping, Pete. Uh, boy. 
That is a shout out right there, bro. Stranger Things season four. Duffer Brothers, what are y'all doing? Jesus, breaking my heart. Breaking my heart, breaking my heart, but in a good way too, man. God, salute to y'all, man. Y'all doing the Lord's work with this show right here. So, hey. Oh, yeah, bro. See y'all. Season five, man. If season five is going to be anything like we got for season four, man, I don't, I don't know if anybody's ready. That's going to be it, man. Season five is the last one, so it ain't going balls out with this one. Oh, yeah. That's my shout-out, guys. I appreciate your support. That's what it is for me. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. Again, first of all, shout-out to our special special guests, you know, courtesy of my brother, Corporal Rivers, Miss Angelica, for coming in and just dropping dropping knowledge. All this good good recruiting game. It's, like I said, man, we – I'm sure she has more stories that that, that 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 she can share for another, you know, podcast worth of worth of time, though. But I'm glad that you know she was able to give us the time time, you know, tonight for this, and just a big big shout out to her and and shout out to her and shout out to the school that she went to for. Oh, it was Duke University. We already know. <laughs> Go Blue Devil. She talked. She bro. said. She said football. It was. La- it was a lacrosse team. Though. Sure. Ah, fuck, oh. bro. Damn. What was that? Uh, what's the name of the damn school? What's the name of that damn school? We keep talking about um that uh that school that was faking that fake the school name. Blue Mountain State. No, Sycamore Bishop. Sycamore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. That's the school we're talking nice. about right there, dude. Heartland State comeback. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> comeback. <laughs> I love that one. That's, That's the school, y'all. Yeah, Fucking yeah. Blue Mountain State. That's what we're talking about. Blue Mountain State. Blue Mountain State. <laughs> yes. There we go. Sign my titties, yeah, please, sir. Hell no, nah, bro. <laughs> but of course, man, shout out. Of course, we're always shout out to the first to the first round is B. Willingham, King Leon, Corporal Rivers, the myth, the legend, and and not only that, man. Like I said I also got 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 to got to you know give give, give a serious tip, man. And it's also just a special shout out to the condolences to my live brother Wade Pittman. He lost his father this past week, and funeral is this coming this coming weekend. And like I said. I'm, he said something to me that that really stood out. Where he said that you know because his his dad is also he's also frat. So he said that if it wasn't for you know him and him looking up to how much you know how close he was to his pops, that he never would have met us. So that's that's definitely something that 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 really stuck with me when when I talked to him, man. So condolences to him and his family. And condolences, and and always condolences to the family of my other line brother, Cedric Thomas, 
anniversary of his passing is coming up. So, yeah, this is going to be a very eventful weekend. And like I said, I just the stoop lives on. Again, always, oh yeah, yeah. Again, man, we, we definitely can't stress enough, man. Always, always give you flowers to your peeps who still here, man. Like I said that they yeah, never be. take it for granted. Yeah. Never, never take it for granted, man. And as always, man, shout out to y'all, shout out to the listeners, man, and long live the stoop. Long live the show. So long live the damn stoop, man. Bruh. His one of his best, one of Cedric's best friends at uh, Georgia Southern, because I ain't gonna say GSU because people be thinking I'm Georgia State. Now nah, we gonna say George Southern out here in these streets. It one of his, uh, one of his best friends uh, was my roommate my freshman year, and that was, uh, and that was a good old Kenny. Yeah, it's man, good old Kenny, man, good old Kenny. He doing good. He married. I think got a kid now. Shoot, but uh, but yeah, man. Um, just shout out to to all of them, man, and. Definitely shout out to Cedric, man. He always, bro. Cedric's always making somebody laugh, dog. If if he was having a bad day, he always had a joke or something he would do to to make somebody laugh, man. So that that's my that's that's my that's my brother from another mother as well, man. Good old Cedric, man. Dang, but, one, of the, uh, one of the kind, man. One, one of the biggest trendsetters, trendsetters you, you, you ever going to meet, man. I said. A man would tell you he would tell you equally about a Project Pat as a, a Project Pat CD just just as it would an old OJ's cut man. Is that he was, that that was, that was the kind of cloth he was Shit. cut from y'all. That was so the sure. kind of cloth Cedric, that man was cut from. Cedric, Cedric was that guy, man. Cedric was that guy for sure, man. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, always shout out to the homies on the on the podcast. Uh. The founder, of course, Mr. B. Willingham. My man, King Leon. We used to slap them kids back at back at the Boys and Girls Club. We won't we won't uh say what Boys and Girls Club because they might do an investigation. And then shout out to my homeboy, Mr. Reggie the Real, man. The real Reggie. My brother from another mother, man. Shoot. We used to go back and forth to our family's houses, man. Get that food on the on the on the holidays. Get that food on the weekend. Shoot, but woo! Oh, jeez, cry. Mm-mm-mm. Some good times. I thought about the bacon beans, I thought about the bacon beans. I thought about bacon beans this past weekend. Hey man, hey man, hey man. I might, I might be able to put a little water in for you, my boy. I may, I may, I may be able to put a little other oh, end for you, my boy. Yeah, man, yeah, man. I, I, I'll talk to my Duke. I'm gonna talk to my Duke tomorrow, dog, because she ain't got to go to work till Friday. So I'm gonna see what my Dukes can do for you, big dog. But, uh, but, but, yeah, man. Um, this was a, this was a first for us. We had our first woman on here talking that real cash shit about this college recruiting and man that that's that's i mean she was in it she was in it and she was deep in it for three and a half years so she know all about it she don't know all about the nil deals but i'm sure she know 
some more shit about the under the table deals that these, you know, these these boys got, man. And you know, for the people that was, you know, fit recruits and trying to come in to the uh, college that she was at. So, but we're just happy to have her on, man. It was awesome talk to a woman. And you know, just get the woman side of you, man, from that from that college recruiting, because we all know that it, it got nasty. It just it just just what it was, just what it was. Trying to get them, trying to get the big name recruits to the school, and then you know, trying to get them to the trying to get them to the league. So, so that's how it go, man. But you know, shout out to my parents, man. They're doing well. Talk to my girl. She doing well, and uh, I'm good, man. I'm good out here in this, in the middle of nowhere out here in New Mexico, man. But I'll be coming. I'll be coming home soon for some vacay at the end of this month, and then I'll be coming home for at least two years in November. So holla at your boy, man. Come see me on the on the Bourbon Trail. Ah <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Ah, uh, yes. First, I just give a shout out to just you guys, man, um, for this being on these episodes, sixty-eight episodes, man. Almost at that. Oh, 60, 68. Almost at a sixty-nine. <laughs> hey, so you know next episode going to be special. It's got to be, Hey-o. yeah. So, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's gonna be X-rated. Well, well. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, make sure y'all just follow us on all the streaming platforms except for Pandora because they bullshitting. And make sure y'all subscribe to us. That's right. That's right. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel too. So we trying to get to it. We trying to get to a thousand. So we trying to. Um, yeah. Everybody on the Facebook group, go go subscribe now. Right. We'll put some we'll put some X-rated stuff on there. And still, like, check out my boy. <laughs> My boy CJ Sneaker Lab, he's gonna be um he's gonna be kind of like out of co- a temporary out of commission for for a while, but still go got check him out, check out some of his work on his IG page. So, so yeah, um, yes, make sure y'all check out Occasions Atlanta. Make sure y'all get y'all a, a, a want to host y'all's parties there. Go out to Occasions Atlanta, check them okay. out. Okay. Yes. Um. Trying to say, I ain't, I ain't got too much else to say. That's pretty much it. Just shout out, shout out to my wife and my kid and my kid Reagan. So she's getting bigger every day. And, Your twin, bro. Your twin. Yeah. And shout out to people who's gonna be going to watch. Oh, whatever. Cut out on me. But shout out to the people who's gonna look out um look at Love and Thunder this 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 weekend. I'm going. I'm going zero dark thirty, man. I can't see it to Monday because I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be out of town with my with my girl. So, okay. you know what I'm saying. We're gonna we're gonna make it a special day to watch it, me and her together. So, uh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna avoid. I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid y'all like to play. I'm gonna avoid everybody like to play until Monday because I know they're gonna be speaking all the spoilers. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I, I'm seeing. I'm seeing it tomorrow. I'm sure. But by the time by the time y'all listeners here, I'm gonna see, I'm, I'm see the day. It's a, yeah, Thursday. Ah, uh, yes. That this drops. So, yeah, I'm going to see you right after work. Ah, uh, yes. 
On that note, man, y'all boys have a good good night, man, and um, y'all be safe out there. Already, man, y'all be safe out there as well. Shout out to everybody. Uh-huh. Be safe. Be cool out there. Uh-huh. All right, man. Peace. Yeah, buddy. Peace. Peace. Meditate, sell the things that I cannot change Like I never sell my ass or my soul for fame I'm so player, pimp tight, real kosher, I'm devil near Don't need no deal or exposure for the naysayers